Okay, it's 9.42, I'm back. For the second half of my thanks and giving. This is part two, Moni, Moni Uncut. So, in continuation, talking about my granny. I was about to say her name. Okay, so, in continuation, I feel like um, I really want to help my granny. My granny is, um, she's the closest thing that I've ever had to like a grandparent actually being around. All of my grandparents have lived in other states and I was able to see them or talk to them on a phone, but I wasn't able to actually be around them. And I feel like I want to be around her more and I want to be able to help her more, but the situation is a little bit uh, difficult for me at the moment. So I do what I can. Um, I usually, um, for the holidays, I try to do something for, or like Thanksgiving, every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, I try to, um, uh, go to somewhere and pick her up a plate that's already finished. All she has to do is heat it up and she always acts like she enjoys it. So it always makes me happy. She gets free cream from me and soaps because she loves my cream. She said she wants to take a dive in it and slide through a, like a <laughs> she like just a, a pool or something and just dive in it. She's hilarious. I always talk about her and um, whether she gonna have some parties or not tonight or tomorrow. She said no, not tonight. Maybe next week. So it's just like this relationship that we have that I just. I've grown to really love and care for, but I know that I, there's more that I want to do for her. She's had a rough life in my eyes. She had a rough childhood. She's been alone for many years, and I don't want to see anybody like that. Um, she's literally really had no one. I mean, so it kind of it kind of just sucks. She didn't have grandchildren. She had one child, and. Um, I just like talking to her about like the history of like what she did and her talking to me about um where her husband worked and what he did and and it's just, I don't know it's just I just like being around that I wasn't able to participate in that growing up ever and that's something that I just I want to have and I want to be able to make her feel good and make her feel like this relationship that she has with me is not just um as she just talks to me but that I actually I mean I want to do stuff for her I want to make her like there's just there's just other stuff and the conversation that we had yesterday it just made me feel like wow okay like I mean I have more to work for not only do I want to help my mom But she's also been a big part of it that I kind of keep to myself. Um, Yeah, so yesterday I went to Boston Market to pick up food for her. It was so busy in there. But this particular Boston Market, I was like, wow. First of all, putting this out there, it was a group of people who were not white they ran like a machine the majority of them were black when he came in oh I apologize in advance 
Um, this is going to be, uh, it might take a while for it to get to you, but um, we're going to get to you. Um, the way they were answering the phones, these young black men and women impressed the fuck out of me. I ain't never seen no shit like this before. I was like, oh my God. I, the man, it's just, nobody was seemed frazzled. They looked like they were, they were ready. They were like, okay, gonna get this. It's like they knew what was coming. So they were calm. Like, I just, I was just impressed the whole time with even the way they respond, were responding to people. It kept everybody's energy, even though they were waiting for a long time, even though food was running out, it kept everybody's energy at a, um, a good level, not being, oh my God, hurry up, oh my God. The one girl that um, when I finally got to the line and they were taking my order, they were, uh, the, the lady before me, she was saying, do you have any mashed potatoes? She was like, oh, okay. She was asking for her, her side. So she said, well, I want mashed potatoes. And she's like, well, I'm sorry. The, the, the girl behind the thing, black girl, she said, I'm sorry. We don't have no ma- any more mashed potatoes. And she was like, um, no more mashed potatoes. And she was like, no. And she said, where are the mashed potatoes? <laughs> the lady said, where are they? And the, I, could, I could see that the, the girl behind the, the counter, she was like, well, they're gone. We we ran out. And she was like, oh, so no mashed potatoes? I was like, oh, Lord. I was, I was over here. I was right beside, right beside the lady and I was cracking up because I was like, she just said there's no mashed potatoes. But I know that, I, I mean, bless her heart. Uh, maybe she, I don't know. Maybe she just didn't get it. And, and, that, and that's okay. She just didn't get it. But... Um, the way she responded, she was like, but you can get other sides. Whatever we have right here is what we have. And she was like, and there was a long, long line behind me. And it looked like a basketball team came in because there was a whole bunch of tall ass black boys that came in to play basketball. I mean, to play basketball, to eat. And I was thinking, y'all gonna feed these people too? Oh shit, y'all ran out of it. Oh, well, it wasn't mine, but you know. But they were they were just struggling, uh, strutting along. So the um, the lady uh, the lady ended up <laughs> saying that there was no more chicken left, so people weren't able to get chicken. So they had ran out of chicken because there were still ro- ones going on a rotisserie, but um, they weren't done. So there was no chicken available. There was only turkey. There's only turkey. I don't. There's no more. There's there's no more chicken. Well, first of all, it's um. Never mind. So people, but the energy and how they responded to these people and what amazing. So when she finally got to me and like she was asking me what I what I wanted and she was like there was no um, chicken available and I said oh that's that's fine. I said but I have to tell you I am impressed by the way y'all are handling this. I said I've never seen nothing like it. I said I love it. I appreciate it. She was like so what did she she was just she was like oh thank you. She was she got all excited. I was like yes. I was like y'all are giving me life. I'm I love it. Y'all are making me happy right now. And so she said um so what are you having? And then so um I was like well it's not for me. I'm actually giving it um to um 
it's actually for um, someone else. I'm dropping it off. And she was like, she was like, oh, she was like, okay, well, what, what, um, well, what are they having? And then I told her and I pointed out the things and she gave it to, she's like, well, I'm going to fill it up. She, cause she, after, um, she got excited about me saying what I did, she was saying that, um, she going to fill up my plate. And I said, well, it's not for me anyway. That's what happened. I said, it's not for me anyway. I said, it's for someone else. She was like, well, I'm going to fill it up for them. She, and, and then, um. And then when she passed it down, she was telling the cashier, she's like, just go ahead and give it to her. And I was like, huh? Because I, I, at first I couldn't hear exactly what she said. And because um, she had said something like pay it forward or something. And I didn't know what she was talking about. I really did, wasn't paying that much attention because all that noise that was going on everywhere, I really couldn't hear. And she told the dude, because um, I heard her about the second time, she was like, just give it to her. And he was like, huh? give it to who she was like this is hers give it to her um and then so the lady in front of me the one that wanted to mash potatoes and couldn't get them she was still trying to add stuff and subtract stuff to her order (laughs) so so then the girl came back to where i am after like a couple minutes she was like did you get your food yet did you pay did you um get your food i was like no not yet she was like where is it i said i don't know and so she found it and she said um she was like here I was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So she gave it to me. And I'm very appreciative of that entire feeling, vibe, um, vibration that I got from that place. Even with everybody's energy, that they were hungry, that they wanted some chicken, that they wanted some mashed potatoes, that they wanted this, that they wanted that. They kept it at a they kept it so calm in there. Their energy was so blessingly overwhelming that it just made me feel good. Um, so yeah, that that was that. So I mean I felt really good about that. I appreciate that so much. So shouts out to um um I just want to put their name. I gave them a review on Yelp because I was like I had to, and I'm I'm gonna send a probably send an email to their corporate office because what they did I I've never seen that in any place like that maybe um maybe Chick-fil-A because their the quality of service that, that that's one of the things that they're proud of is their quality of service which I just respect because that puts people in a different mood um but yeah it just it made me extremely happy um, so there's that after le- left and go t- to drop off the food. She, she was tr- extremely happy. She was, she felt really good about it. She doesn't like putting a whole lot of emphasis on, on what I give her, but she's always super thankful for everything like whether I give her cream or soap or whatever, she's always extremely thankful. And um, I need to drop off actually another jar of cream, but that'll be for Christmas because I need to make some more. Because I give her the big jars. Because she's like, I said, how are you on cream? She's like, I'm using it. I said, you ain't done with that jar yet? She's like, you know, I have to have to barely use it. And her face is amazing. She needs to be my spokesperson for my cream. She really does, because her face looks amazing. She's like, I put it on. She's like, I put it on, just take a dab. 
Take a dick, damn. <laughs> She's just the sweetest lady. Oh my God, I love her. Um, but just our conversation yesterday, it made me realize that I need to make this shit happen. I feel like there are people counting on me that a lot of people don't realize I'm not doing this for me. Yes, I talk. Yeah, I'm, I say I'm selfish and I'm, yeah, I'm being selfish as far as certain things, but I'm a given person. I want to, I want to see people happy. I want to see kids' faces light up when they get that one gift that they wanted for Christmas they ain't never had before. And they just scream and holler, just the excitement. Kids and people need to feel excitement. They need to feel like, wow, I want, I mean, cause I know how that felt when, when I was able to be excited about something, my excitement level was on, you know, oh my God, oh my God. you know, just feeling that everybody needs to be able to experience it. So what? It's like a temporary feeling. So what? You know, we struggle and we get upset and we're mad and stuff for hours and, and, and weeks and days at a time but why can't we feel excitement i mean it might be brief and temporary but just the thought of and the and remembering um the excitement that you had when you got something or when something happened to you that's a memory that can go down in your history books so fuck what people say about oh it's just a temporary moment well fuck that man i mean a, a lot of shit is temporary but it all depends on like shit whatever i'm just saying i want to do that for people i want to make people feel excited and feel good about themselves i want people to feel good damn it is that hard to ask for and i want to make in the process i want to make my damn self feel good because that makes me feel good when i'm able to encourage and help other people it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like mm, I'm living my best life. I'm living my best best life. Like even the thought of okay, this might sound stupid, but I don't care. Even the thought of me getting my G wagon and me like having people ride with me in my G wagon or people or like having like giving the keys to my brother. Or, I don't know about my sister, though. She, I don't know. I don't know about, I don't, I don't know about giving the keys to my sister yet. Having, handing the keys over to my brother and be like, go to the store and get me, you know, a bottle of Blackberry Ciroc. <laughs> Black Raspberry Ciroc, please. Go, go to the store and give me a bottle of that, please. Thank you. Here's the money. Here's a $100 bill. Go give me a bottle of that. Thank you very much. And then it's him say, oh, you going to let me drive it? I'm like, yeah, nigga, go ahead and drive it. <laughs> Just the thoughts of me being able to, like, put a smile on people's faces or just hand somebody a hand a single mother with five kids or four kids, three kids, a wad of money so she can buy whatever she needs for her bills. People don't understand what it is to have or to not have. People don't understand. People don't get it. I watched my mom struggle so much. Even when she was with my dad, we struggled because Money was not something that was taught back in the day to black families. So nobody knew how to save it. Nobody had to do, know how to do nothing with it. 
So we just, some people just fucking spend it and they forget if they just like, fuck the bills, shit, let shit get turned off. I'm like, look, you're using something, you got to pay for it. If you want more money after you pay your bills and you do other shit, that will make you more money. Praise the Lord. So my life is on a whole nother level. The way that I think my thought process, I have... I need to be able to let all of this out. I want to touch people's lives in a different way. I didn't have nobody with this thought process around me ever. And I feel like people need this. What I have in my brain and how I think and how I feel about a lot of things, I feel like there are a group of people, large or small, thousands or millions that need to hear some of the things that I have to say or even see my artwork. Anyway, I feel like I need to impact people, a large group of people, like thousands of millions. I need to impact them. I don't have to be do no fucking public speaking. I don't really really care to do that shit. I just want, I mean, whether they hear my podcast or see my artwork or hear my music or whatever else I do, I need to impact these people in a different way. I don't want... I just can't go on with the rest of my life knowing that I'm not touching people's lives. It just... It doesn't feel good for me. I know that's what I'm supposed to do in a certain way. And that's what the fuck I need to do. I'm trying to figure out how to get investors to back me with certain things. And I'm working towards things and trying to create relationships with people so they can know that I'm a hustler, I'm a trustworthy person, and I'm really trying to do this shit. This is not no playing, no fucking games for me. This is happening. I am making shit happen. I am working on music almost every day. I'm working on creating every day. There's not one day that goes by that I don't create shit. There's not one day because that's a part of my life. It comes from my soul because that's what I feel like I need to put out in this universe. That's a part of who I am and that's a part of my way of impacting the world. Everybody has their different ways. Everybody, some people use Jesus, praise the Lord. Some people use um, cooking. Some people just making a great cup of coffee, a barista. That touches people. People, when they taste a good cup of coffee or a good drink, sometimes it, you know, it just touches people. I mean, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. Whatever makes you feel good and makes you feel like you're you're accomplishing things, do that. It's not all about what everybody else thinks that you need to do. And that's some real shit. I, I, it hurts me sometimes when I see people that have so much fucking potential and they don't do shit with it. Like, after watching my mom and my dad and my grandparents and just... Just seeing people, friends, like, it's just, I want to see people, I want to see people win. And if I got to be that person that hustles the hardest to make sure that I can help these other people around me hustle harder. No, I can't be giving handouts as far as, okay, so let me, let me put a thing on that or whatever. I don't know what I'm supposed to, I don't know what this word is, but disclosure handouts for me um, in certain ways 
are a crutch. But there are times to me that handouts are a blessing. So I don't really consider a handout. I consider it more of a blessing. So there are... I look at it in two different um, perspectives, from two different perspectives. So I really think that uh, some people, like to me, if I got a handout right now of a certain amount of money, I know where that's going. I'm going to get some songs done. I'm going to get some professional photos done. I I, I mean, well, shit, I ain't telling y'all my business. There are certain things I already know that I would get done if there was lump sum money given to me. As far as some people that just have money and they get money at the beginning of the year and every time they get a lump sum money, they just go buy a, a Cadillac and don't do nothing they don't they don't care about saving they don't want to do better with themselves like that that is something different um see a mother out there my mom struggled she didn't know how to do with money though but my mom struggled she didn't learn she didn't know that what she needed to do was learn about how to deal with money she didn't she felt like the only thing that she needed to learn about was Jesus you have to i guess be um just know who to give money to and who not. But there were times that we didn't have food to eat and we had to figure it out. Mainly me because my mom might have been at work and then I was at home and I had to make dinner and I didn't know what to make. So I had to figure it out and make some shit together. I mean, put some shit together. So that's how I became pretty much a good cook because I had to take a lot of things that I didn't have and make something that was edible. <laughs> my siblings always enjoyed it. They always just said, my brothers even tell me now, oh, you used to cook really good. You just never made enough. Well, if you would have known what was in the refrigerator, which was always bare, then you would understand. But at least you had something in your stomach. I mean, there's a lot of times we just had um, pancakes, flour water pancakes with, with jelly on them. It was a lot of times we just had some, um, we just had cabbage, stir fries, which were just cabbage. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, there's a lot of times we just, we had rice. My mom always kept the basics um, to be able to use what we had to make several things. So my mom always talked about flour, um, flour, oil, eggs, sugar, mm. right now I can't think of everything, but basically, you know, there's certain basics that you need to have and you can just make whatever. Sometimes my mom would just spend money and buy um, a large piece of meat for like $10 or $15, a turkey, a large turkey. And then she cooked that and we eat on that for like a couple weeks. Like she'd cut it up and then freeze it. And then she would make different stuff for, you know, a couple weeks. So there's a lot of ways that, um, my mom used to know how to make shit work. The problem with that came in was when I, as I got older, um, that was kind of where my mindset was in lack 
and we don't ever have enough. So let's not use all of this. Um, let's, I, I just, and I can think of it and I can see it even now, like with some of the actions that I take with certain things, like I still have some of the lack mindsets because I'm like, okay, well, but, but maybe I need this or, um, just some of the same things. So what do I mean by that? We have to change our mindsets. We have to recognize the things that we do on a regular basis so we can see exactly what's in our hearts and what we're, how we're living so we can change it and make it better for us. Um, kind of off subject, but shit, I was on a roll. I'm just saying the stuff that I've been through, I really want to be thankful and grateful and I also want to be very giving um, to people because you never know the struggle of people people didn't know that we didn't have no food in the refrigerator the only way they would have known is if my mama would have said something or we would have said something but even I had man I said because I've always had the homies coming to the house since I was a little girl I've always had male friends and they always came to the house and I even had somebody uh, talk to me recently, and they were like, yeah. And like, y'all ain't never had nothing in the refrigerator. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> well, damn. And I even had like a couple, um, I think I had a couple of my friends bring some food over a couple times. Shit, I ain't never had nothing, I guess. And I was too embarrassed. Back then, I was too embarrassed to have a boyfriend anyway. And I was like, shit, we ain't got nothing. And I didn't really want to have no damn boyfriend. Because I was like, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. I ended up getting one anyway. And that was not a great decision. Praise God for that. But um, we live and we learn. It's all about learning. Learning and growing. So that's the end of this podcast. Hope, God damn, 26 minutes. I hope you've enjoyed my spreel, my spreel on my life and what I feel about thanks and giving. I am indigenous. I'm indigenous. I'm indigenous. I guess it was all the coffee that I just had, even though it was just one cup. I am indigenous, so I do not respect a lot of the shit that they did. everything that they did to the Native Americans. Everything. People were wild for some of the stuff they did. They they were wild. So, but I'm proud of who I am. I am proud to be calling myself Moni. I'm proud to be um, a creator. And I'm proud to be able to change people's lives. I know that I'm going to make a difference in this world. I'm thankful for all the gifts and talents that I have and for the creativity. I'm thankful that I'm learning to be my best self and be myself and not give a damn what everybody else thinks because that's not going to change the world. Changing the world is changing the world is not giving a damn what everybody else thinks. Like I said, there were people who talked about Henry Ford and Einstein 
and probably a whole and probably uh, Rosa Parks and a whole lot of other people. But they didn't give a damn. They were tired of dealing with the same shit over and over again. And they said that fuck it, I'm gonna make this shit. A, I'm gonna make a change in my life, and I don't care what everybody else thinks. And it is what it is. And and that's where I am right now. It is what it is. There's gonna be people who fall off, but then there's gonna be more people who understand and respect what I'm doing, and that's who I'm for. That's what it is. Hope you have a great day. Hope you don't shop too much. You can go over to meshyskin.com or moni.com and buy some artwork. Shit, maybe I should put out a um put out a sale, Black Friday sale. A sale for the rest of the month of December. I mean, god damn it. November through December of my artwork and my skincare. I already have the computer open, so I'm already ready to put some sales out. So, um, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. I'll probably be back on here talking shit once again. But, I love you guys. I love the world. I want to change the world and make people happy. I want to be my best self. And I want to love what I see when I look in the mirror. I want to say, damn girl, you're fine. And damn, girl, you're creative. And damn, girl, you got that body. (laughs) Gotta get that body back. I am cracking myself up right now. I done about lost it. I hope y'all have a great day. It's Moni.